Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, the go-to resource for everything related to futures trading. In this episode, we delve into the crucial topics of risk management and position sizing, offering valuable insights that traders can apply to their methodology practices. To stay updated on the latest in futures trading, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and visit our site, www.optimusfutures.com. And don't forget to demo our platform, Optimus Flow. In today's episode, we'll cover risk management strategies for trading, including assessment, control, and monitoring, position sizing, risk reward ratios, and the importance of regularly reviewing performance in light of market changes. Let's dive deep into two foundational pillars of successful trading, risk management and position sizing. These are not just buzzwords. They are the core mechanics that can truly make or break your trading journey. So buckle up and get ready to unravel the mysteries behind these concepts. To begin with, let's take a step back and consider what we mean when we talk about risk in trading. Risk is the potential for financial loss. It's the uncertainty that every trade carries, the possibility that things might not go as you anticipated. But don't let that scare you. Every business venture has risks, and trading is no different. It's not about avoiding risks altogether, but understanding and managing them. And that's where risk management comes into play. Risk management is your protective armor on the battlefield of trading. It's what potentially safeguards your trading capital from evaporating and what keeps you in the game long enough to make a profit. It guides your trading decisions, helping you assess the possible downside of each trade. The process of risk management encompasses several aspects. Firstly, there's risk assessment, where you gauge the potential risks involved in a particular trade. Then we have risk control, where you decide how much risk you will accept. And finally, risk monitoring involves monitoring market changes that could affect your level of risk. All of these components together form the backbone of sound risk management, and we'll delve into each one as we move forward. Let's turn to our discussion on position sizing. You may wonder why is it given such weight in trading? The answer is because it's so much more than just deciding the number of units of an asset you're trading. It directly impacts your trading psychology, ability to stay in a trade, and the effectiveness of your trading methodology. Let's start with trading psychology. How does the size of your position affect your emotional state? If your position size is too large for your account, you may find yourself in a constant state of stress, constantly monitoring your trade, and fearful of losses. On the flip side, if your position size is too small, you may not pay sufficient attention to your trades, or you may overtrade to compensate for lower per-trade gains. Neither of these scenarios is conducive to sound decision-making. Then comes the duration you can maintain in a trade. If your position size is too large and the market goes against you, even for a short time, you could incur losses too large to bear. This could force you out of trades prematurely before they have had a chance to turn profitable potentially. On the other hand, an appropriately sized position means you're not risking more than you can tolerate, which allows you to stay in the trade longer. Now let's consider your trading methodology. Any trading strategy or system you employ must be in harmony with your position sizing. Think of your trading methodology as the engine of your car and your position sizing as the fuel. You need the right amount of fuel for your engine to work efficiently. If your position sizing is disproportionate to your trading strategy, it can lead to significant inefficiencies and possible losses. Leverage is like a double-edged sword. On the one hand, it can multiply your profits by allowing you to control large positions with relatively little capital. On the other hand, 
It can also amplify your losses. Moreover, excessive leverage can skew your perception of risk and lead to overconfidence, often resulting in taking larger positions than what is advisable. So it's crucial to use leverage judiciously with a keen understanding of its implications on your position sizing, trading psychology, and overall trading strategy. Speaking from experience, one of the key indicators of a trader's maturity is their understanding and application of correct position sizing. It shows that they're not just focusing on potential profits, but are acutely aware of the risks involved and actively managing them. So dear traders, take a moment to reflect on your position sizing practices. Are they in sync with your trading strategy? Do they align with your risk tolerance levels? Are you using leverage wisely? Remember, the answers to these questions could well be the difference between a successful trading career and a not so successful one. Now there's one aspect of position sizing that merits some additional focus, particularly for those new to the trading arena. That's the concept of leverage. At first glance, leverage might seem like an enticing gift, offering the prospect of larger profits without requiring substantial capital up front. But as we peel back the layers, you'll soon see that leverage can be more of a double-edged sword than a benevolent gift. So what is leverage? Essentially, leverage allows you to control a large amount of money using a relatively small amount of your own capital. It's like a loan provided by your broker, enabling you to amplify your trading position. In theory, this sounds fantastic. Imagine being able to control $100,000 in the market with just $1,000 of your own money. But here's where things start to get tricky. Leverage amplifies not only your potential profits, but also your potential losses. Let's say you take a leveraged position and the market moves in the opposite direction to what you expected, instead of your $1,000 controlling $100,000 worth of assets. You're now looking at losses that are magnified at the same rate. That $1,000 could evaporate much faster than you anticipated. For novice traders, the allure of leverage can be hard to resist. The possibility of making large profits with a small investment seems too good to pass up, but this mindset can be a dangerous trap. Trading is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's a long-term journey that requires careful planning, discipline, and sound risk management, and leverage, when used improperly, can undermine all of these elements. Many new traders over-leverage their accounts, meaning they take on more risk than they can realistically handle. They might see initial success and continue to leverage more, thinking it's a winning strategy, but they could be left with substantial losses when the market inevitably shifts, as it always does. Over-leveraging can also lead to a number of psychological issues such as increased stress, panic selling, and a sense of desperation that can cause traders to make poor decisions. It's a destructive cycle that can be challenging to break free from. So if leverage isn't the gift it first appears to be, how should you approach it? The key is to use leverage responsibly and in alignment with your risk management strategy. It's a tool that, when used effectively, can help enhance your trading strategy. But it must be used with a deep understanding of the potential risks and a commitment to maintaining discipline in the face of potential losses. Always remember, the goal of trading isn't to make a fortune overnight. It's to build sustainable, long-term success through careful planning, sound decision-making, and the effective management of risk. Leverage can play a part in this journey, but only if it's used wisely and responsibly. This is an excellent time to transition into an important discussion about building leverage responsibly. Now, we've already established that leverage can be a double-edged sword. It can amplify your potential profits, but it can also amplify your potential losses. So the question becomes, how do we wield this sword effectively and safely? The answer lies in adopting a gradual approach. Think about it. 
You wouldn't go from lifting 10 pound dumbbells straight to lifting a 200 pound barbell in the gym, would you? No, you would gradually increase the weights as your strength and confidence grow. Similarly with leverage, you want to start small and gradually increase your position size as you become more comfortable and adept at managing it. Now let's break this down a bit. As a new trader, you might start with low leverage. This way, you're minimizing your potential losses while you get the hang of things. Once you've spent some time in the market and better understood how leverage works, you can consider gradually increasing your leverage. However, there's a crucial caveat here. As you add positions and increase your leverage, there comes a point where managing your positions may become more challenging. It's a bit like spinning plates. The more plates you have spinning, the harder it becomes to keep them all in the air. This point of difficulty is a sign that you may have reached your maximum efficient leverage level. Now, what do I mean by maximum efficient leverage level? It's the point where you can maximize your profit potential while still effectively managing your risk. Beyond this point, the additional leverage isn't likely to increase your profits significantly. Instead, it may increase your stress, risk, and the complexity of managing your trades. The beauty of this approach is that it's tailored to you. Everyone has a different comfort level with risk and stress, so the leverage level that works best for you may differ from what works best for someone else. Remember, trading is not a one-size-fits-all journey. It's a personal journey, and what matters is finding a trading strategy and a leverage level that align with your personal risk tolerance, financial goals, and psychological comfort. So take your time, start with low leverage, and gradually increase your positions as you grow more comfortable and experienced. Stay patient, stay disciplined, and always keep risk management at the forefront of your trading decisions. You're building a trading career, not chasing a quick profit. And like any good structure, a solid trading career is built slowly over time with careful planning and execution. This brings us to a critical intersection where position sizing meets market risk assessment. Remember, position sizing isn't a static concept. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach, and it's not a set-it-and-forget-it game. It should be dynamic, adapting to market conditions and the varying odds of different trade setups. Let's delve into this a bit further. Imagine you're at the ocean, deciding whether to swim. If the waters are calm, you might feel confident venturing a bit further from the shore. But if there are high waves or a strong current, you're likely going to be more cautious. The same applies to trading. When you've identified a high probability setup based on your analysis or trading system, you might feel confident using more leverage or taking a larger position size. On the other hand, if the setup doesn't seem as solid or the market conditions are more volatile, it might be wise to scale down your position size or use less leverage. Essentially, your position size and the leverage you use should reflect your confidence level in a particular trade, which should stem from your market analysis and experience. This all sounds great in theory, but how do you determine what constitutes a high probability setup? This is where your trading history comes into play. Just as a baseball player reviews their past performances to identify their strengths and weaknesses, a trader should review their trade history. Your trading history is a goldmine of information about your trading habits, strategies, and effectiveness. It can help you identify which setups have been the most profitable for you in the past and where it might be appropriate to use more leverage or take a larger position size. It can also highlight which setups haven't worked so well for you. For these, you might decide to use less leverage or take a smaller position size, or perhaps avoid these types of trades altogether. You might even find that some of your presumed high probability setups aren't as effective as you initially thought. 
In conclusion, effective position sizing is more of an art than a science, and it becomes more nuanced when you factor in market risk assessment. You can create a dynamic, adaptable trading strategy by tailoring your position size and leverage to each trade setup and grounding these decisions in thorough analysis and review of your trading history. This strategy may help you maximize your successful trades and keep your losses in check. It's the equilibrium every trader strives for. So dive into your trading history, understand your past, learn from it, and let it guide your future trading decisions. As we near the end of this episode, I wanna stress the importance of continuous risk monitoring. Risk management is not a one and done process. It requires constant vigilance and regular performance reviews. Think of it as going for regular health checkups. Just as you need to monitor your health parameters to ensure you're fit, you also need to review your trading performance to spot any potential issues. Are your losses larger than anticipated? Is your risk reward ratio skewed? Do your trades consistently hit your stop loss levels? These are the kind of questions you should be asking during these reviews. Moreover, just as health checkups can lead to changes in your diet or exercise regimen, performance reviews can lead to adjustments in your trading plan. Maybe you need to tweak your position sizing or adjust your stop loss levels. Be willing to make these changes as needed. In trading, adaptability is a virtue. In addition, it's vital to stay updated with market conditions. Markets are like the weather. They can change rapidly and unpredictably. Staying on top of these changes can help you adjust your level of risk in response to varying market conditions. So there you have it, folks. That wraps up our deep dive into risk management and position sizing. These are intricate, complex concepts, but understanding them is non-negotiable if you want to succeed in trading. So take your time to digest this information, reflect on it, and find ways to incorporate these principles into your trading routine. Remember, this is your journey and it's not a race. Take it at your pace, step by step, trade by trade. We're here to support you on this exciting journey. That's it for today's episode. We'll be back soon with more insightful discussions. Until then, keep learning, stay disciplined, and most importantly, trade smart. It's your journey, so make sure you're well-equipped to navigate it. Don't forget to check our page, www.optimusfutures.com. We'd love to be your next futures broker. This material should be viewed as a solicitation for entering into a derivatives transaction. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. The risk of loss in trading commodity interests can be substantial. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. The placement of contingent orders by you or broker or trading advisor such as a stop loss or stop limit order will not necessarily limit your losses to the intended amounts, since market conditions may make it impossible to execute such orders. The high degree of leverage that is often obtainable in commodity interest trading can work against you as well as for you. The use of leverage can lead to large losses as well as gains. Optimus Futures. LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or other similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.